favorite writers is Thomas Merton. He was a Trappist monk. Um, and it's interesting because he would, as influential a teacher he was, he often would spend a lot of time in solitude. So is, he was very gregarious. So he was a very social being, but oftentimes he would retreat to a small hermitage in Kentucky. And the words that that he would allow to emerge from his state of being were just so absolutely beautiful. And I think what's so wonderful about him is how he would speak to a lot of truth that exists in a lot of other religious traditions and then it was his goal actually to have east meet meet west and I know that he studied um, a lot of Buddhist texts and um, was trying to understand the eternal truths that exist in a lot of spirituality. And in fact, um, he and Thich Nhat Hanh, who is another one of my favorite writers, were, um, he, they considered themselves brothers because they were brothers spiritually. And that's, that's such a beautiful thing. And um, one thing that um, I have been finding in a lot of spiritual traditions is the, um, the letting go of the the false self or the ego um, so a lot of those traditions I know yoga traditions um, the Tao Te Ching um, and Christian mysticism is, is about recognizing our spiritual self our, our souls and um, letting go of the ego and so Merton has a lot of things to say about this and so he speaks about selfishness and um, this is in No Man is an Island to consider persons and events and situations only in the light of their effect upon myself is to live on the doorstep of hell selfishness is doomed to frustration centered as it is upon a lie. To live exclusively for myself, I must make all things bend themselves to my will as if I were a god. But this is impossible. Is there any more cogent indication of my creaturehood than the insufficiency of my own will? I cannot make the universe obey me. I cannot make other people conform to my own whims and fancies. I cannot make even my own body obey me. When I give it pleasure, it deceives my expectation and makes me suffer pain. When I give myself what I conceive to be freedom, I deceive myself and find that I am the prisoner of my own blindness and selfishness and insufficiency. 
And so he talks a lot about free will and the idea that, um, you know, so if, if we walk around selfish and demand that other people obey us, um, it is ultimately short-lived. We might claim to have power and we might actually have power over a community or a society, but ultimately it's a matter of recognizing um, how that power can consume us if we approach it from a state of selfishness. How can I benefit from this rather than how can the community benefit from my leadership? So Merton really is very critical about how um, when we approach life from what can I get out of it, um, it ultimately leaves us uh, very frustrated, very anxious. Um, and I remember Wayne Dyer always talks about what can I serve? How can I serve? So rather than walking around in a state of I want, I want, I want, we turn that around and we say, how can I serve? How can I give? And that's when selfishness gets drawn away and we recognize the connection to all of us. And if you serve others, ultimately, that's where the peace comes. You have a nice, peaceful day.